Hello, today is Thursday, November 10th, and this is the Strat Chat Podcast. We are gathered here this evening to discuss episode five of the Challenge 38, Ride or Dies. All right, everybody. I am John Dunphy. I'm joined, as always, by my ride or dies, Mr. Kyle Petty and Miss Gina Morgino. Uh, yes, I'm here, I promise. Pod- <laughs> we are the Stratch Ad Podcast, your favorite reality TV podcast. Uh, if you want to find us on the socials, you can do so at Stratch Ad Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, or check out our website, www.stratchatpod.com. Thank you again, Kyle, for working so hard on that uh, that lovely website. So, um, Man. Man, what an episode this was, guys. <laughs> episode five. Fantastic. This is a lot. There was a lot. It was happened. a lot. It yeah. was a lot. I'll tell you one <laughs> thing. It was not a good night for my winter picks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. But it felt like a good night for mine. You know? Um, at least <laughs> one of mine. At least one of mine. I, I kind of split mine. I split mine. Um yeah, because Laurel is really who I want as like my female pick, but I was kind of forced into the Nani thing, you know. So I, I kind of gave her like a B side. A B side. <laughs> <laughs> now like, I know. can't not acknowledge her, you know. <laughs> you know, bananas is bananas, you know. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, I I love you know I love Laurel, so I understand your your yeah, frustration. It's tough. It's tough. But, those are my two. Those are my two all time faves. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, you know, Bananas is king, though, and you've invested a lot in him, right? I mean, mugs and face masks. um, Yeah. No. I have a couple t-shirts, too. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, Come on. Now, I felt like we got a a good amount of stuff in the beginning of this episode prior to the Daily Challenge that would eventually kind of set some things up, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we had at one point Michelle and Jay kind of talking about how you know, people have been taking the easy road, nominating the rookies. Um, and because Jay and Michelle are pretty much rookies, like they could be the next to be targeted, right? Or, or one of the next groups to be targeted. So mm. they feel like they need to win. Yes. Um, and then we had a little bit of a pool party, right? Everybody was, was kind of swimming and drinking and hanging out. Uh, and it was at this point that we learned that apparently Jay and Jack have gotten very close in this game. Yeah, very cool. tight. Yeah, Jack feels a, a sense of brotherhood. Uh, Jay, Jay really likes Jack, um, and they decided that, that they were, they wanted to write a little song together for emo night. <laughs> what do you think of this performance at, like at, this. at the pool party? <laughs> <laughs> Everything about this was cringe, cringe, yeah. cringe. I like it for them, but like I did, I didn't right, enjoy right. watching it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> This whole thing, by the way, did you like? Did you like the pool party in lieu of club night? Because we didn't get a club night segment. I guess I think the emo night. So was this better than a club night? We've talked about our dislike for those. In the past. Yeah, I did. I did enjoy the pool night. 
better. Because that, that felt a little bit more natural. Like you're at the house and you guys- It felt just, organic you, rather than yeah, like you're just, just hanging like out there. of stage something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not just in like an, an empty warehouse. It has like this weird echo. It sounds like they're in a big, large, empty space, <laughs> you know? Like they, they, just, they just sound so manufactured. Like I, I hate it. No, I love, I did like this. I just didn't care for the performance. Okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so Jay and Jack and their budding relationship- was number one thing to watch, you know, uh, uh, you know, prior to the daily challenge for me. Number two there was Veronica and Anissa. Now at one point we got Anissa saying that her and Veronica are very close. They have a history together. Veronica said that her and Anissa just seem to always gravitate towards each other. Although she did say that her, you know, Veronica and Darrell, Darrell, they don't really know where they stand right now. They were the last duo in, they are vets, but, where do they stand with the vets? You know, they feel like they're scapegoats for being the ones that were the last to enter. So um, that was point number two of things to watch for in this episode prior to the Daily Challenge for me. What did you think of this, though, Kyle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Great place to pause. I don't know <laughs> about all this. I don't know that, like, Veronica and Darrell are, like, a target because they're the last ones to arrive. I think they're a target because they're never really, really strong on the social end of things. Yeah. You know, simply because Veronica is an OG does not mean she has the social ties of like Ananisa. You know, Veronica right. always finds herself in this position. I mean, doesn't she? Uh, it was really yeah. only all stars that she kind of seemed to like rise above that. But I think that was really only based on like, you know, the clout given to the back the season, actual like OG. She's not one of right. the younger all stars. She's like an all star, all star. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Um, Absolutely. But I think all that is gone once you enter like this main stage arena now. Right. I also feel like I didn't uh, listen. I get it. You're the last ones in, so you feel kind of a step behind. But mm-hmm. they entered the game, and Darrell and Veronica were put into the zone by Fessy and, and and Mariah, right? And yes, I feel like in that first week that you're in there, I can understand why you'd be a team that gets thrown in. Vets or not. Uh, whoever is in, in power, rookies or vets, I could see you being a team that gets put in just because it's all. It's like, all right, we've all been here working for this. You yeah. just got here. Prove yourself. And and they didn't even have to because they didn't even compete in the elimination. So <laughs> you get it. And that's right. why I don't really get the whole idea of like, oh, we're just going to keep getting scapegoated. It's like you just showed up. You got put in once by Fessy of all people. It's not right. like who, who, not who like made the entire brand out of being messy. Like <laughs> you can't be basing your game based on one of his decisions. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's insane. Right, uh, right. Um, so the the third thing, this is the last thing that I kind of pointed out as I thought was important to highlight uh, going into the daily challenge was a conversation between Michelle and Amber, where we really started to get the sense that Michelle just just there's something off with Laurel. She doesn't know why, just doesn't trust her. Uh, Amber <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of said like, well, aren't Jack and Jay, you know, their ride or dies. Like, it's your ride or dies. They're super close. Like, why don't you trust Laurel? Mm-hmm. Um, and Amber said that she kind of felt like Michelle was being very paranoid uh, and she needs to calm down. <laughs> These were Amber's <laughs> words. Mm-hmm. Um, so has, you, has, had you, you guys, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, go Michelle- ahead. Well, did you catch what Michelle said here? Yeah. So yeah. refresh, okay, because, refresh for me. Yeah, because this this is this is what I wish we had a clip of. Um, you know, because Miss Michelle um used some of the wrong vocabulary. Um, you didn't catch this now. <laughs> Wait, I don't I know. Have, 
<laughs> I may have. I was taking lots of Hold notes. On, I said, so I I might have I'm it. like, I have to take a note on this. She, um, you know, they were talking about, you know, because Michelle was saying how she feels like she's got this friction, you know, with Laura. Mm. And, um, you know, and she goes, well, you know, we really have to see what takes the president here. And it's like, no, you <laughs> oh, meant to no. say the, the precedence. Like that, 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 that's, <laughs> that's what you meant. <laughs> And I and I rewound it like three times, and I said, "Oh my sweet dear, I should be so embarrassed tomorrow." Um, yeah, so go back and watch that. Haven't run like the six minute mark, or so said my DVR. <laughs> yeah. Or so said my DVR. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. My sweet Michelle. That's so funny. Not not a good book. Not a good book. In this case, she did not know best. We're sorry, Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But she just can't get over. She said it so many times in this episode. She just, her gut, she goes with her gut. She trusts her gut. Yeah. And her gut is telling her Laurel's got to go in. Um, right. So that was, the, that was the third and last thing that I thought, you know, was important to highlight prior to this daily challenge. <laughs> um, and I have to say something that I was very excited to hear for this daily challenge was that it was being sponsored by Burger King. We love a good sponsorship, you know, <laughs> the Royal Relay. Yeah, <laughs> we do like a good sponsorship, but I like I like more I like more branding. Um, well, we did we did get some cheesiness at the end. The triumphant Burger King music <laughs> as they walked off, like and then the, like the feast was showing up like, at the very end. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Listen, like I'm sorry, I would have gone feral for that Burger King feast. Of like, <laughs> I was like, wow, do I need to order Burger King right now? Yes, yes, you do. Sponsored by Uber Eats. I almost, I almost got Burger King on my way home from from work today. Actually, mm. Burger King is delicious. I'll hear no slander. They actually are like very good. <laughs> it's it's really hard because like I want to say they're my favorite. I want to say they're my favorite, but like you know who's really up there too is Wendy's. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not oh, big yeah. on Wendy's. Really, really love Wendy's. I, I do like Wendy's. Yeah, but I I do think their Burger King edges them out. <laughs> but it, I mean, but it does give me a lot of pause. I love those bacon cheeseburgers from Burger King. My God, <laughs> yeah, it's that sauce they put on there. Yeah, and those Impossible Whoppers. Oh, oh mad good, mad yeah. good. And, you know, people talk about Burger King's fries like they're not good. Like that's that's actually not true. People, literally, yeah. true. The time that I say I like Burger King, someone's like, "Eee, Burger King." I'm like, "Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> what are they like wait, again?" Wait, yeah. Can you say that one more time? I didn't no, catch it. I'm sick. Don't be mean to me. <laughs> it says nothing to do with you being sick. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, yeah, we really went. We went way off. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, the daily challenge was the Royal Relay. Um, and this was pretty exciting, right? Um, so each duo, they had to start off by swimming. And they had to go one at a time. And and TJ told us that every, uh, well, every, each pair, each partner in the duo would have to do every job at some point. Right. So right. first they took turns swimming. Uh, they had to collect these four points to, uh, to you know, build a crown, the points of a crown. Mm-hmm. Um so the first two they had to collect by swimming. So one partner would, would go out, swim to their piece, bring it back. The next part of the partner would go do the same thing. Once they collected those first two pieces, they now had to get into a boat. And one partner would start off by rowing 
to collect the first piece. Then they had to switch, and the other partner would row and get the, the fourth piece. Then they would have to go to this little platform, put their crown together. Whoever does it the fastest wins, has all the power, and each pair, each du- uh, person in the duo gets $5,000 from Burger King. So very yeah, exciting. Yeah. Um, did you like this? Did you like this? Uh, you're smiling a lot, Kyle. I, did you have... Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm smiling because it was in your description of this that I realized that is also because of the Burger King sponsorship that we're making a crown that didn't click for me as I watched it. <laughs> this is okay. Put it together, crown. It didn't dawn on me. <laughs> so I'm like, oh wow, I like this even more now. <laughs> That's all. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. I just love the idea that like while Kyle's being like, I just want a little bit more branding. He's missing the giant piece of branding. I'm missing it right exactly. And that's why I'm exactly that's why I was smiling. I was like, oh, you're so, so stupid. That's so funny. Oh man. I figured as soon as I before we even saw what the comp was when TJ was like, This is sponsored by Burger King and it's called, called Royal Relay. I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't put that together either. <laughs> Wait, that's actually where this started. Because when you said, so this was, they played Royal Relay, right? And I was down here looking at my M&Ms, and I was like, huh, Royal Relay. Hmm. It's like kings. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm like, that's cute. Like, what a <laughs> wild was, coincidence. Yes, but exactly. That was my first clue. That was the first clue. Oh, oh my goodness. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, now, in this competition, Laurel started off very strong. Uh, jumped out into first place. Her and Jack quickly fell behind because Jack's swimming. I, Laurel just kept screaming, turn around, turn around. And it was very entertaining. I love when Laurel screams. <laughs> um, very quickly then, Jay, Michelle, Anissa, and Jordan, and Olivia and Horacio became the top three. It really became like a race between the three of them. Um, Jordan, impressive as always, rowing this boat with one hand. Yeah. Um, and seeing seeing how how many other challengers struggled to row their boat with two hands, uh, really just shows you how impressive Jordan is exactly. in like I, everything I, he does. I, yeah. I always forget that that's a factor until someone brings it up, and I'm like, shit! Like I yeah. always forget about it because he just is so above and beyond everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no, it's so true. Um, and in this first heat, Jay and Michelle take it home. They get the yeah. daily challenge win. Awesome. Um, Good for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, heat two. I, I thought heat one was more exciting to me. Heat two seemed like a little bit of a mess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like forgot at one point that Casey and Kenny were even in the competition. I feel like they barely showed them, and then yeah, out of they nowhere, were not it was just like, here. Right, yeah. they like were hardly in this episode. Um, but, but that's always Casey's edit in the challenge. I feel like, yeah, isn't yeah. it? She's always like, but that's always that's that's her. Very quiet. Very yeah, I quiet. feel like that's also how she gets through a lot too. Like, uh-huh. yeah. it must be like that in the house too. Just like, just really, just not really. Um, like lays not... low and like is only there when she's there. You know. Yeah, just she's just there. Was Casey killing dinner? No, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was just like really just chill about it. Yeah, I feel like that's yeah. kind of her thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now. Sorry. Why sorry? <laughs> I feel like I'm always just going like way off. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Um, I feel like that's how she was on BB20. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's totally true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there were so many other like big characters on Big Brother, and like Casey was like one of my favorites throughout that season. But there were definitely just bigger characters, and Casey, right. and I think like like you kind of said, like her strategy, how she kind of gets through, she flies under the radar, and that's how she likes it. Yeah, um, I think it works for so. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but having a very strong performance in Heat Two, Tori and Devin take it. Mm -hmm. So they win. Uh, we have a you know. Really two vet pairs here as as the Heat winners, but Jay and Michelle clearly in the rookie camp and Tori and Devin obviously established veterans. Um, so a lot, yeah, a lot was riding on the, the winner of this competition. Mm -hmm. And Jay and Michelle bring it home. We got what we there wanted. <laughs> <laughs> now at this point, you know, I was feeling pretty good about my my winner picks here, getting the daily challenge win. Um yeah, I wanted them to get it. I was like, oh, I love it. I love when like rookies get it. Uh -huh. They're right. not rookies, but they they're on that side basically. So yeah, I was really jazzed. Oh yeah. Um, and it was exciting, obviously, because in the beginning, you know, before the daily challenge started, you see uh, you know, Jay and Jack's relationship, you see this tension between Michelle and Laurel. You knew that this was setting things up for a good oh, rest yeah. of the episode. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um we didn't know but how good. <laughs> oh, we had no idea. Um, but I think before we get into the rest of the episode, I really would like um, at this point, you know, you know, to talk TJ's threads. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. You, Let's do it. I think he's doing pretty good right now. He's got he's doing a lot of scarves. OK, yeah, I, I, took, I took note of what he wore uh, this time. So the red scarf, right? right? Mm, mm. So this was the daily challenge. Look, he went with the denim tuxedo, you know, mm -hmm. The uh, yeah, let me get rid of this. Is. Let me get rid of the caption so we can see the full, you know. No, it's okay, so all in. right? It's wearing the yellow button down shirt, mm -hmm. denim jacket, big mm -hmm. red scarf wrapped around his yeah. neck. There, some jeans. But oh, what do we think of this? You know, it's a hot. <laughs> and listen, the barometer is different. This, we're not talking Julia and Arissa, you know what I mean? We're not talking about you know our queens or anything. You know, yeah. obviously the bar is way lower for TJ. You know, he doesn't really jazz himself up. But this, you know, anytime you're going to give me some colors, um, I mean, somebody else definitely draped this scarf around his neck. You know? Oh, yeah, you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's too perfect. It's too perfect. This is like Hallmark Christmas card. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Undead Christmas card. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like Hallmark movie, like, you know, Christmas movie. Yeah. Right. I love it. Right. I love it. Good, good job, Teach. Yeah, what do you What do you think, Gina? Guys, I'm sorry. I'm never gonna be excited about TJ's outfits. I mean, you don't. You don't we're not asking you to get excited about. It. <laughs> well, her Say vote, you like it or not. Her vote goes to me anyway, so that's too hot. Yeah, truly, <laughs> too hot. All right, I'll give it a hot also. Okay. Um, all right, here's the here's the elimination look. This was this was pretty classy. I thought this look here. Oh See that he's got the. The tan scarf looks mm. like a gray shirt underneath mm. and kind of a tan jacket. I think he was wearing black pants with this, with the rest of this ensemble. And um, what did you think about this, huh? That's a definite hot. <laughs> Look at him. Right? Look at him. I think this might, I think this is the best look of the season. I give it a hot. So far, absolutely. Mark it yeah. down. November 10th. Mark it down. Best look of the and season. Kyle, Kyle, what is Gina's vote for this? Uh... <laughs> a hot. It's a hot. So it's three hots. Right. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow. sure. 11 10. very nice very nice <laughs> okay now 
we got a lot of we still have a lot to do. We still got a lot to do doing. here. We have this interrogation. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh yes. This was probably my favorite um interrogation so far. Uh the duos chosen for interrogation were Laurel and Jack, Colleen and Kim, Anissa and Jordan, and Veronica and Darrell. So what do you think of these choices, first of all? All right. This is not the fan in me. Okay. I think this what you should have swapped out Colleen and Kim with bananas and nani. That's what it should have mm. been. Yeah, and then if you're this gonna go been, big, go big, big. Yeah. Then do it right. Because you put them in there as like a as a what? Yeah, I didn't understand what the choice was. Like everybody else, you kind of know why they're going in, even if you don't even if you don't agree with it. Colleen and Kim, it's just like, even in their deliberation, when they were trying to decide who to pick, they were like, Colleen and Kim, yeah, I'd love to work with them. I'd love to work with them, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if this was just a feeling of like, we need to put a rookie, rookie team in because, you know. Right, but, like, but I also, yeah, but I also feel like, yeah, you did it, you did it for appearances. You also did it to give yourselves an out in case like the heat got to be too much. But then the immediate time you do that, then of course you're going to go for it because, you know you have an out, so of course you're gonna feel like you know. I don't know, like it just yeah, it didn't make any sense to me. Um, yeah, that's Colleen and Kim pick was like the worst. It, it, I didn't make any sense to me. You're right. just putting people in danger that that might work with you or want to work with you. Right, I uh, don't see no why, why would they want to work with you. Like, right, you're on the rookie side, like, and they've right. been winning the eliminations. I don't know, very stupid, very stupid. Mm -hmm. But everything else no did. Sense. I mean, I guess the rest would made sense. You want to go after vets, sure. Right. But that's why, like, if you're gonna make that bold of a move, like, really make it. Like, right. just put three power couples in there. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but yeah, so those are our duos. I kind of want to uh, want to go through these and like the ones, like the way that I thought was most um, like exciting to me. So they, you know, first we'll say they so they interrogated uh, Colleen and Kim. Pretty uneventful, I would say. Nothing mm -hmm. really exciting happened there. Anybody have anything for that interrogation that stuck out to them? No. Not really. <laughs> okay. Um, so the next the next one was Darrell and Veronica. I just kind of feel like uh, it was funny to me with Veronica being like the pairs that you picked. Like if you're trying to break people up and split up power, the teams you chose don't make any sense. I got like a chuckle out of that because I feel like they were both. They even both said after this interrogation, like Jay was like, "That did not go well." Like, that yeah, was bad. that that was terrible. Yeah, and she's like, "They're all going to be terrible," <laughs> <laughs> and she's not wrong, you know. Um, she's not wrong, but like I have to say, I don't. I, well, these interrogations did not go the way that interrogations should. Um, yeah. which was later evidenced by the way that things went with Laurel, which um, we can really get into then. But like, you know, um, <laughs> even with the with the uh, Veronica and Darrell exchange, it was like they came in attacking them. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. And like, as if now, you know, Jay and Michelle need to be on the defense. No, you are in the power position. Right. You are interrogating <laughs> them. Right. I have questions for you. And you need to give me answers that now will keep me from making you the direct vote in. 
Yes. It is not like, oh God, here they come, here they come. Hello. How mad are you at us? What's going to happen now? Oh, that was just terrible. And it's like, (laughs) what is this? This this is your house right now. Like, this is your house. Like, I don't know. Like, that's not how an interrogation is supposed to go. Like, oh God. Yeah. It was sad to Uh, watch. It was really sad. It was. Um, Jeez. Now, Anissa and Jordan were the third, actually, in the episode, too, because I went a little out of order. But Anissa and Jordan were actually the third duo to now go into interrogation with Jay and Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it was during this little talk that I started to have, uh, I started to sense a trend. And it was that every duo that walks in here, Michelle is like, I haven't really talked any game with you. Or, I, you know, we, don't, we haven't really like, spent much time together. And it started to make me feel like... Michelle, maybe you should talk to people more. If, if every duo that's coming in, you're going, I haven't right, talked to the game with you. Maybe that's a you problem. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, uh, you shouldn't be able to see, like, every person that comes in, you're like, I haven't even spoken to you yet. We're that's five episodes Misa was like, this. why don't you just come talk to me then? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, any anything, uh, any other thoughts on Anissa and Jordan? I, that was the big well, thing that I picked up was Michelle continually saying, "I haven't talked any game with you." Well, yes, but the, but the other side to that is that like the 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 other, yeah, the, the the other side to that comment is like I haven't really talked any game with you. What that also means then is that there are other people that I have talked game with. So what I'm really saying to you is that you're at the bottom of the barrel here. Uh-huh. Yes, I haven't really talked game with you. It, it, it's a weird way of trying to place the blame on the other person. Well, you never, you right. haven't said anything to me. And that invites now an argument from Anissa to say, well, you haven't spoken to me. No, but what she's really trying to say without really saying it is that like there are more important people in this house than you. Um, yeah. and, I, and like I don't have anyone else to choose. So I haven't talked game with you. So I might as well put you in. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Um. God. All right. And the last duo. I <laughs> would Queen interrogation. Laurel. Yeah. My favorite girl. <laughs> Queen Laurel, indeed. Uh, Laurel and Jack. She's back, man. She's back. <laughs> <laughs> she's back. Oh, let me tell you something. Oh, um, tell me, tell me. This this episode started with Jack and Jay um, talking about how much they they really loved getting to know each other. Uh, they wrote a song together that they performed for the rest mm-hmm. of the house. Mm-hmm. Less than forty five minutes into the episode, <laughs> this was the, this was what their interactions had become. <laughs> Are you guys not going to talk? Do you have a question? This, honestly. And that is how an interrogation is supposed to go. I don't have anything to say to you. You put me in this position. And so now, ask me something. Right. You let me know. What, What do you mean? (laughs) <laughs> Do you have a question? It's an interrogation. Uh, Interrogate me. <laughs> I got nothing to say. <laughs> like, what's good? Right, right. <laughs> really crazy. Oh, God. Really, really crazy. And, you know, it was in this interrogation <laughs> that Michelle was once again saying, like, I don't know where we stand. We haven't really talked. I'm like, Michelle, talk to people then. You know, it's like, 
I just don't I don't get it. It just kind of goes back to it. It's like if you don't if you don't talk to people, like, but she keeps also saying, like, I don't trust Laurel. I think Laurel would put me in, even though there's only one duo that's that put you in there, and it was it was Banani. Um right. so but the other thing about this is that again, that's what like Michelle is kind of doing, and like Laurel's just like not having it. Like <laughs> because she's like, Yeah, I haven't really talked game with you. I'm not what well, I that's not a question. What's the question? <laughs> What's happening? <Right>. Like why? <laughs> it's like it's like Michelle's expecting them to fill in the blanks. <laughs> it's like right. no, no. Right. It's, it's, it, the whole thing was just like so weird. <laughs> it was so it uncomfy. Really was. Yeah. <laughs> um and I feel like normally we would have gotten that club night segment here, but what we got instead I really loved because Jay and Michelle finished their interrogations. And who's one of the first people we see them talking to is Sir, Sir Nana's. Sir Nana's himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there he was. And, and Sir Nana's asks them, how's the house treating you? There you, there you go. Johnny Banana's mug. Um, but he asked them, you know, how's the house treating treating you? Uh, he tells them you shouldn't you shouldn't be swayed in this game by fear or emotion. Um, and, and it's at this point that we get a little Michelle confessional where she says that she now feels that she has earned an IOU. From Johnny Bananas, um, you know they helped him out, so of course he's going to help them out. And all I can continue to think yeah, as absolutely. this is happening, and, like as this is being said, all I can think of, I can promise you, Johnny Bananas doesn't feel like he owes you a single no. damn thing. No, <laughs> no, no, he does not. And um, listen, part of the reason I love him is that I also know that he, listen, you needed to have discussed that with him before you made that gesture. But even then, I'm not really sure that he would have honored it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. That's why he's been out. I totally agree. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like Michelle should know that. (laughs) Right. Like, you have watched this show, right? (laughs) It's free information. It's just there, (coughs) you know? It's like you're about to play a game with people who have played this game so many times. So it's pretty likely they'll keep playing it the same way. You have free information. Like, put it out Uh there for you to watch. And so you think, in what world that Bananas is going to now honor a gesture that was not previously discussed or agreed upon? (laughs) Right. right. No. No. And I feel like that whole conversation really set the stage for something coming later. Mm. Okay. All right. All righty. You know, so we just had, we had more, you know, Michelle and Anissa spoke, uh, Anissa doesn't trust Michelle, but obviously she's saying whatever she can to make sure they don't get, you know, put them automatically into elimination. Um, looks like Veronica maybe overheard their conversation and kind of was saying, you know, talking, started talking to Darrell about how they really don't have as, as close connections, as good alliances as the rest of the vets in the house. And they kind of actually bring up the possibility of if they get that safe dagger, saving Colleen and Kim, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, or at least, or at least kind of putting that out there and asking Colleen and Kim if they would save them should Colleen and Kim choose the safe dagger. <clears throat> so a little, you know, a little interesting to see this, uh, you know, not all the vets are totally in lockstep. Not all the rookies are. So it's a little interesting to see. Um, but yeah. I wonder how much of that. It was just like a passing thought that now uh-huh. production has now forced into making it look like it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Um, 
But I mean, it's, it's obviously an interesting part of the conversation. Certainly something that should be considered. Sure. But I think it's just too early. Right. Um, for something like that, especially if you're so concerned with maybe being towards the bottom because you came in late, then like uh -huh. a good gesture, you know, good faith here. Right, right. Take you along, maybe probably further than Kim and Colleen could, because that's not going to stop the fact that even if you make an alliance with them, they're still going in next time. Right, right, <laughs> right. They seem to just be the ones that see. They really are the scapegoats. Veronica and Darrell think they are, but Kim and Colleen right. are the it's real. It's really them. And like you, you put yourself there. You're just going to be with them, and that means you're going to be next when they leave. So right. And at this point, soon. yeah. And at this point, you know, I still don't really think that the you know argument that Veronica makes that they're just going to be scapegoats week after week. They're just always going to be going. It still doesn't hold water for me because, like we said earlier, the first week they were put in by Fessy and Mariah. And this week they're put in by Jay and Michelle. They still have not been targeted by. It's not like they've been put in by Devin and Tori or or you know, right. Nani and Bananas or anybody like that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So like, you came in at a weird time, <laughs> you know. You right. came in, you know. If, if you had come in the week that Bananas and Nani won their uh, daily challenge, I'm sure you would not have been going into the zone. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, we had a great conversation next though between Michelle and Laurel. And Michelle just cannot keep asking. She can't stop asking Laurel where her head's at. Um, <laughs> I love the way that Laurel responded here. She just said, I don't know what you mean by that. And, you know, Michelle kept trying to press her on this. And Laurel's response was like, I'm paraphrasing here. But Laurel responded by saying, like, what are you looking for? You keep asking me, what, asking me where my head is at. I'm telling you where my head is at. I don't know what you're saying. Um, and Michelle, Michelle now asks, like, how can how can we move forward? How can we try to move forward? And Laurel says, in a, in a confessional, that you know, but she says, "Bitch, you put me into elimination. It's too late." Um, right. And just like gives Michelle this death stare. What did you think about this whole you know interaction? Part of me uh, really agrees with what Matt is saying is that she's kind of like playing, like using survivor like phrases and like lingo and things like that. Um, but it's like, Laurel is not the one that asked that kind of a question of, like, especially not at this stage. Like, it doesn't matter where her head is at. Nothing she says now is gonna change the situation you've now put her in. Like, we don't need to have a conversation now. Move forward. I might be going home. There's no conversation to move forward now. Like, yeah, yeah. You should have done this days ago. It's too late. She's that. I, I listen. I agree. I wouldn't be having this conversation either. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm totally full agreement oh, with you. Sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> and you know, Laurel said, like, if you really wanted to see where my head is at, or if you were concerned that I might be targeting you, like. Why wouldn't you have this conversation with me before you put me into elimination? Right. Um, and it goes back to what we were saying before. Michelle, talk to people. Right. <laughs> like, right. Everybody says that they haven't <laughs> talked any game with you. You're that you haven't talked any game with them. So talk to people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, it was funny though, because Michelle really was having a rough time in her confessional then. Did you did you like the uh her being like, maybe all this talk of 
me and Laurel not getting along. Like maybe it's all just in my head. Like maybe we made a big mistake. And I'm like, this is, you were going hard for this yes. for a while. Your gut, <laughs> you kept going for your gut, you know? Yeah. It really turned pretty quickly. It was like, um, it was really uncomfortable actually. Kind of awkward. <laughs> I feel like everything oh, about God. this episode made me uncomfortable. Yeah, but like yeah. in the best way. Ah, it's a <laughs> classic challenge. Now, have okay, is there anything that you guys have seen at all in the season to give any indication whatsoever that Laurel didn't like Michelle or or might have been targeting her at any point? Like, is this no. just like a matter of like Michelle maybe being like scared of Laurel? Like just knowing Probably, who Laurel is, right? Intimidated by her and just being, you know, a vet. Like maybe being jealous of her, even like, and because everybody's talking about Laurel on this season and how she's such a beast, like the goat. Um, and maybe Michelle like wants to be that, but knows that Laurel is and is threatened and like you know, jealous I of guess. it and just scared of her. I don't know, I guess, yeah. But oh, well, we go to the elimination, we go to the zone, and no surprise, Jay and Michelle choose Laurel and Jack to automatically go to elimination. Um, and early, a little bit earlier, Jay and Jack had been having a talk, and I think Jack was trying to like hold out hope. And he was, he said like, "Oh, you know, Jay, he can sort of cut, you know, he can sort of fix this. So he has some character by not putting us automatically into the zone, even though he mm -hmm. put us here." Um, uh, but that was not the case. Jay and Michelle sent them down into elimination. Um, which meant that Colleen and Kim, Anissa and Jordan, and Darrell and Veronica would all be pulling daggers. Um, so Colleen and Kim, they, they pull a blank dagger, as do Anissa and Jordan. Uh, which means, of course, Darrell and Veronica have pulled the safe dagger. And this should have been an easy decision, right? Like, this should have been a nice, no-drama decision. You would think. Yeah. Right? Like, obviously, Veronica and Darrell are going to send the rookies in. Um but Veronica decided this was a good time to speak up. And she said that she was hoping to have heard something, gotten some some vote of confidence, some vote of support from Anissa when they were both put in. Um, but it didn't come. They didn't get it. Uh, and Veronica wanted to make it seem like they might save Kim and Colleen, but they did not. They decided to go vet strong. Uh, and they, sent in, they saved Anissa and Jordan, sending Kim and Colleen into elimination. So what do you think of, like... Veronica's little thing here, her little spiel of, uh, you know, kind of, kind of making Anissa and Jordan a little nervous before ultimately saving them. I think that was just her way of broaching the conversation after the fact. I think the intention always was to save them. This is just her way yeah. of being like, yeah, yeah, I do feel that way. I do feel that way. We have to talk. We have to talk. And then that's exactly what she got from Anissa when they went back up into the sands. She said, yeah, yeah, yeah we, we have to have the conversation. Like, I think it was, yeah. it was just a spur conversation. I totally agree. I think I mean, that I it was. I don't know about spurring that conversation in front of everybody, though. No, but I understand yeah, why Veronica would do that. that. That's kind of playing this game the way that they're playing it, you know? I yeah. think it's. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. There's something about like making it seem like, oh, well, we're not as solid as you think we are, like in front of everybody else, like felt. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Hmm. I mean, I could see Anissa being really pissed about it and not forgetting about it. And she did say at one point, like, now everybody sees the type of game Veronica plays. She'll make a move and not care. Um, uh -huh. But I but I also get why Veronica would do it publicly, because it's like, this. we've been in this game for two weeks. We've been sent to two <clears throat> eliminations. 
Um, like we're all vets, right? Like, let's get on the same page. I want to have conversations with you and I haven't yet. So I'm going to save you, but you know, the power was in my hands to send you into elimination. So we haven't talked yet and we need to. And right. And you have to also remember blast all at once. They already think that they're at the bottom. Like they, they already think that. So like, if you already think you're at the bottom, like why not? Like, yeah. 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 Um, so our elimination was Laurel and Jack versus Kim and Colleen in a game called Give Me Some Slack. Uh, this was a pretty cool one. I actually, I, I, I got a couple of pictures. I only, only uploaded one, though. But so this is what this game looked like. So uh, if you take a look, there's one wall. Looks like that's Colleen. So it's the left side of the screen. Uh, th this was like a giant puzzle. You had one person that had to climb up these puzzle pieces uh, yell out the the colors and the shapes that were on each piece to their partner who was on the other side um, and they had like much smaller like little replicas of these pieces um, they had to collect all these these smaller pieces up get directions from their partner who was scaling the more colorful bigger side of the wall uh, and kind of put their puzzle together correctly uh, whoever did it the fastest obviously would win um, what did you guys think of this elimination have we seen this one before i haven't seen this Right, like this seems pretty new. I like yeah, this. It, it reminded me of something that not from the challenge, but like I feel like I've seen something similar to it somewhere else, but not this exact thing. But I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, and obviously, I forgot to mention this. When one person, like let's say the person that was trying to, you know, yell out the puzzle pieces to their partner, who then had to collect the smaller ones and put them together, when one of them went up, the other person came down, and vice versa. They had to work together and communicate to make sure that they could you know get high enough enough up a laurel yelled a bunch of times let me down let me down and i enjoyed but she that was i love when laurel screams and it took season. so much for him to let her down like she needs to like relax like yeah. I mean, you really have to that's a lot of physical work like, for him genuinely, to get back like, up I know that's your girl, but I was watching this competition like if my partner was speaking to me like this and I was doing my best, I'd be like, figure it out yourself. <laughs> that's just how she is. Like, you just know to ignore it. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Laurel and Jack got off to a rough start in this. Kim and Colleen seemed like they were communicating better. They were doing pretty well. Uh, but they went to check their puzzle and they were wrong. TJ told them they were wrong. Um and it felt like in this in this moment, then Laurel and Jack sort of started to find a rhythm. There, what they did have a little hiccup at one point. I think Laurel thought that she had the puzzle, but some of the pieces fell. But um, they started to get into a rhythm, communicating better. Um, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we had Laurel and Jack winning, uh, winning the elimination, which meant that Colleen and Kim were uh, eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. But we found out they were only one piece off, Kim and Colleen. They were mm -hmm. very close, very close. This I would have been devastated if Laurel and Jack were uh, eliminated this early. But I liked Colleen and Kim a lot. I hope we see them again. I, I like them really, too. I uh, I really like them. Um, I was excited to see Laurel win, but I, you know, it was still with a heavy heart because um, I was really starting to like the two of them. Yeah. Because yeah. they still kept such a good attitude about constantly going in. Like, they weren't, like, bitter uh -huh. Bettys. You know, they, they really, like, played a nice, like, honest game. You know, I really, I really like them. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, 
and they yeah you know I, it feels like their time on the show was short like they made it through some challenges and some eliminations and they won some stuff but like it just felt like we didn't get to see them enough um so i i really hope they come back i think they will it seems like uh, everybody yeah, loves them. i'd love to see more of them yeah right like like when tj was even saying before they left the zone like TJ was like, everyone loves you. And like the cast started cheering, but I almost feel like TJ means that everyone loves you. Like the cast loves you. I love you. Production loves you. I see them yeah. being like yeah. people that are very sweet to production too, you know? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But all right. Um, so yeah, Co uh, Colleen and Kim, unfortunately they exit Laurel and Jack, understandably fired up, pissed off. Uh, I'll definitely I'm be kept, curious to see. If you're going to sit there listening to everybody talking about, like, oh, the GOAT, the best player, like, such a beast, and you're going to send them in, you better make sure they're going home. Like, what a stupid move. Yeah. yeah. And that's why, like, even, even if you were going to send them in right off the bat, send them in with, like, three other vet pairs. Like, why are you throwing a rookie team in there? Like, because this was this was their worst-case scenario, and it happened, you know? Yeah. No, this was so dumb. It was so dumb. Literally, the one team out of the four that they put in uh, that went home, that was like the one team that they probably didn't want to go home. Obviously, with Laurel and Jack being yeah. the preferred team. But of all the teams that could have gone home, Colleen and Kim is the one team that they probably didn't want to go home the most. And all they had to do to fix that was replace Colleen and Kim with Bananas and Nani. Not that I want right. that, but like... Right, that's what <laughs> I mean. the smartest move. It would have been. It would have been. Yeah. Uh, you ensure that a vet goes home that way. Um, somebody that you've pissed off has at least left the game. Because Michelle said it at the end of this episode. Her and Jay's time and power was terrible. Absolutely terrible. They sent home potential numbers for themselves. And they pissed off way more people in the house than they needed to. Uh, yeah. And, at, yeah. and if you piss off all those people... Like, if you at least send home your target, okay, you can salvage something from it. But you pissed off everybody and sent home people that might have actually worked with you. Like, yeah, it's terrible. It was a total, absolute flarn. <laughs> yeah. The whole week. Yeah, total my, waste. My water picks. Total waste. Yeah, they flubbed it. Really bad. Really bad. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts on this particular episode? I have a couple of notes for the next on. But uh, anything no. else you, uh, you guys have for this episode? No? I got nothing, Pam. Mm -mm. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, for the next on, a couple of the things that I wrote down that I'm looking forward to um, uh, was some potential. We've been seeing Horacio and Laurel getting close, right? Uh, now, in the next on... We actually do here because you know sometimes that we you know we get a little thrown off by editing. We see somebody like arguing, yelling. We think we know who they're arguing with, but it turns out to be someone totally different, or you know a situation that we think we're going to see on the next episode turns out a lot differently than we thought due to editing. But in this next on, we specifically hear Horacio say that there was some sort of misunderstanding between him and Laurel, uh, and we see that there is some drama between them, and it's been part of the storyline in multiple episodes now that Horacio and Laurel have both said that they uh, really feel support from each other. They like each other. They find comfort in each other. Uh, it's been featured on multiple episodes. So we'll see what happens with that. We also saw 
Fessy sort of like climbing on top of Laurel in bed, being like, "Oh, does Horacio uh, does Horacio hug you like this?" So that was weird because any, anything that Fessy does, yeah, is weird. get him off the show. <laughs> oh man, oh man. <laughs> um, and another thing that I noticed uh, was some potential drama, but be- between Banani, Banani. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah we saw a little footage of them in the daily challenge uh, for next episode. They seem to be struggling. We hear we hear bananas actually say like that him and Nani just are not on the same page. Um, so see what's going on there. Yeah. I think the banana, the bananas, um, Nani thing is just uh, just hype. I think probably just, overblown. Yeah, probably. I think they, I think they were just but... fighting. I think they were just fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not, they'll they'll not... probably end up winning the daily challenge. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine. Uh, but um, yeah, that is all that I have um, for this episode. You guys have anything else for the benefit of the community? Anything else you'd like to say or share? No, I think so. Said that uh, Challenge Australia starts on Monday. Yeah, it does. That's on Monday. That is right. So get Um, your VPNs in order. Yeah, you know, except I I, have you seen anything about Paramount Plus like carrying it? Like I cannot because when this was originally announced, they said that it would be, and I keep like googling this information. I'm seeing nothing. I mean, I have no problem using the VPN if need be, but like. I just feel like it should be more accessible than that. Um, right. You would think that all of these challenge spinoffs that are part of this global challenge, you know, championship that everything's going to be culminating in, you would think that they're all going to be available right. on Paramount Plus. Right. But, right. but I haven't heard anything and we're, what, four days away? Yeah, that's what I, I don't understand that. that. Like, No, four days. Four days away. Yeah. Sorry. So I guess we'll see. But otherwise, yes. So that starts Monday. So we start chatting about that next Thursday. I'm really yeah. excited. About that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. So our weeks are um, gonna get a little bit busier starting next week. Yeah, they are. They are. And um, I don't know how to say their name. The host of Brian Australia, Brian. Um, they actually had done like a QA on the um the Challenge Australia Instagram. And mm. they're actually really funny. Um yeah. Some of the references, like, you don't get because, you know, we're not Australian. <laughs> but um, really, really excited. Um, as much as I love TJ, like, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm really excited to see this done by somebody else. Um, mm-hmm. And after watching that story, um, I'm even more excited. Wow. That's all. Yeah. I'm excited, too. I'm excited to see Bryony. We love Sonia Kruger, fantastic host in Australia. We love Jonathan mm-hmm. LaPaglia. They've, they've put out some great hosts in Australia. So I'm expecting uh, nothing less from Bryony. And everything that I've seen about them, their social media, all that, I, I feel like Bryony is going to be a really, really good host. So. so I've seen nothing but like two pictures. So <laughs> watching this was really cool. So yeah. I suggest, okay. you know, before you go night nights. <laughs> yeah sure absolutely yeah mm-hmm. all righty well so coming up the next uh the next thing that we've got going on will be monday right monday night we'll be talking uh amazing race yeah mm-hmm. right but well truly amazing monday. race again yeah 
Yes, we'll be covering uh, two episodes <coughs> of the last two episodes of the Amazing Race. I finally um, caught up be... on the previous two, so I only have two to watch. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That'll be Monday night, nine thirty p.m. Eastern time, uh, and then Thursday. Yeah, we will be back at nine thirty p.m. talking the challenge uh, thirty-eight rider dies, and we'll also be talking the challenge Australia. Yeah, very exciting. Now, like, how sick are you, Gina? You like really sick? You gonna be staying home and stuff? Maybe I don't know yet. <laughs> I kind of I kind of know where this is going. I think <laughs> I know John? exactly where it's going. I just don't want him to say it. <laughs> Cause like you know, if you got nothing else to do, I don't see why you can't just watch. You know, do a little binge watching of some All Star Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, now coming. she's playing up the coughing. Now she's no. I've listen. I've been good. muting my mic every time. I've been good. Yeah, about it. listen. She's sick. She's sickies. So you know, <laughs> could watch some All Star Shore. Um, yeah. John's supposed to be coming over on Saturday for a slumber party, some chicken, and get high. I don't <laughs> know. Maybe we'll on. watch some All Star Shore. <laughs> yeah, talk we about can get that a on from you right now. Yeah, come on, Mon Juan. <laughs> Mon Juan. Gina. I'm not doing it. <laughs> wow. 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 What a downer. What a, what a downer. <laughs> so we'll click her off. We'll do it. Yeah. No, no. No. Yeah. Hey. I, no, you but, love me. You love me. Well, I, what do you want us to do? I mean, like, you know, yeah, you, don't, watch you don't want to participate. So, you don't watch it. So, like, you know, it is what it is. We'll talk to Amazing Race and then we'll we'll talk to some All Stars Shore. Yeah. Well, that says <laughs> feel better, Gina. Did Thank you show you. that already? Thank you, thank you. Aw, there you go. But all right, that's it for yeah. the, the community, I'd say. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, a lot of exciting things uh, coming up. Uh, if you've been watching tonight, thank you so much for uh, for watching, hanging out with us. Um, if you've been listening, yeah. thank you for doing that too. And uh, we're going to see you. We're going to talk to you very soon. Have a great night. Every oh, actually, wait. Oh, my God, I'm almost forgetting. If you want to find us on the socials, I should I should say this right. If you want to find us on the socials <laughs> at Scratch Chat Pod, <laughs> it's good to tell people you know how to find us. I guess it's really uh, at Scratch Chat Pod. <laughs> at Scratch Chat Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our website scratchatpod.com. Um, yeah, thank you. We love you. We do. Good night. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>